Hey everyone, before we get started, uh, I was supposed to check my phone to see if there's any new five-star reviews. Let me do it now. I'm going to do it right now. Uh, I'm punching in the passcode to my phone as we speak. I'm taking it off airplane mode. It is now connected to Wi-Fi. I am opening the podcast app. I am typing in my own name into the search bar. Uh, trust me, this isn't a new activity. I am as vain I'm more vain than you would believe. I Google myself at least once a week. Uh, here we are. Any new five-star reviews? There are. There are like seven new ones, but no one wrote anything. So, never mind. Uh, thank you for the people who left a five-star review without a comment. If you leave a comment, I'll read it here, but you didn't, so I won't. And I think that's it. I, I don't know. Subscribe on YouTube. Follow me on social media. Join. Join. Give me money monthly, like an OnlyFans, but you don't get to see my dirt star. How about that? Is that a good enough pitch? You send me money monthly, and I promise not to show you my ugly bits. But if you don't, I'll find you. I will find you and send you unsolicited photos of uh, the deep southern regions of my... Uh, can't, I got no, it would be gross, and I won't do it. And this is the worst pitch ever. But uh, if you'd like to subscribe to my YouTube channel, you can do that. And there's a join option. It's like Patreon. There's three different tiers. Each of the three tiers have their own perks. Go check it out. That's enough pitching. Why don't we get to the show, huh? I think we will. Hit, uh, hit, hit the music. This week in Zoltan. And that's recording. Hey, everybody. Welcome to the show. Welcome to This Week in Zoltan, episode 314. I am Zoltan Cassis. It is Tuesday. And the podcast is a week off. Why? Because I work for myself. And I said last week, I don't want to. And I didn't. Self-employment. The American dream. Uh, before we get started, I want to give a special shout out to the uh, people that have not only subscribed to my YouTube channel, but have uh, signed up for the monthly thing called the Cat Parson Level. Uh, they send me 10 bucks a month. And one of the perks is this. It's a special shout out to all these people. Rebecca Downs, welcome to the club. B1 Bailey and Net, uh, we had a good time on the chat last night. Uh, Laura Bosch, Linda Roberts, Laura Nystrom. We got a bunch of lawyers and Lindas. How about a Stephanie M, a Julia Avina? That's a plane. Uh, Isa Don, Renee Spaulding, RC Woodshop, Craig Rappaport, Judy Dean, Marilyn RX, Diane Norton, Laura Rolfson, Mary Garrison Quay, Sarah Zanto, Alan Nugent, Laura Hornstra. Thank you very much. If you'd like to join that illustrious list, go to YouTube, hit the join button after you subscribe to the channel, of course, and send me money monthly. Like I said in the opening, which isn't on the video part, but it's like OnlyFans, except uh, you pay me money so I don't show my good and plenties. Trust me, you don't want to see them. Maybe you're thinking right now, I kind of do, but you don't. I've seen them. I know people that have seen them, and I've never gotten raving reviews. It's always been kind of a, uh, huh. Well, there everything is. You know? It's kind of like going into a secret passageway and then getting there going, we, we made a giant mistake. This is a big mistake, and I don't know if I can scrub this from my memory banks. Um, anyway, welcome to the show. I hope you're doing well. It's the uh, last... It's Christmas. It's Christmas in a couple days. What's today? I'm recording this. I got a bunch of computers here. I don't know. I think it's the 22nd of December. We have a few more days until Christmas, and uh, 
I didn't. I I don't remember how last year felt. Last year didn't feel like Christmas. It just felt like Wednesday. I think maybe the last five Christmases have felt that way. This year, it doesn't even feel like December. November didn't feel like November. October. None of this is a year off. There was no summer. Everyone's just it's it's done. It's not here. It's the ghost of Christmas. Never is what this is. Why are there so many planes? I swear, before I started recording, it was not this loud. And as soon as I hit record, there's a... I can't wait till Emma no longer lives here. And we move to another part of town. I hate Little Italy. If you're ever moving to San Diego, if you're looking for a neighborhood not to live in, Little Italy. It's loud. Uh, There's homeless people everywhere, which is sad. And you want to help. But they're mentally ill. And it's loud. Did I mention it's loud? People in expensive cars with loudness to them drive erratically through the streets so everyone hears them and hates them. People do that. Let me start with that, because there's a bunch of noise in this neighborhood. If there was a vote to outlaw motorcycles and loud mufflers, there's no way people that ride those vehicles or drive those trucks, would. there's not enough of them to win the vote. How come that's not on the ballot? How come there's never a ballot that says, hey, can we outlaw loud motorcycles and loud cars and trucks? Who would vote yes on that? The people that own them. And there's only like a hundred of them, I think. Maybe in the entire state of California, there might be a hundred thousand people that own motorcycles or a loud vehicle. And the rest of us can go, hey, I know we haven't been able to look you in the eye, but we hate you. Not as a person, but when you're on your vehicle... And you come by, and if I can hear you in my home, or if I'm in a car minding my own business, and you zip by in a loud motorcycle, I don't know you, but I hate you. Hate. And I know hate's a strong word, and that's why I'm repeating it, because it fits this situation. We hate you. I hate. It's hard to get it out. But it's a hatred, and it's not against you personally. It's what you're writing, and it's upsetting. Someone told me once that, Uh, motorcycles are loud for safety reasons. So cars around know when you're coming so they don't hit you, which would make sense except for the fact that the people that say that have obviously never ridden in a car and have experienced a motorcycle go past you because you don't hear them until they're right there. I didn't hear you first. I saw you and then you blew out my ears and then you passed me. I didn't hear you coming. You scared the bejesus out of me Right when you were parallel to my ear hole, and I almost spilled a milkshake all over my crusty lap. Why was my lap crusty? From the previous milkshake that the last guy on a motorcycle douched into my lap. I didn't expect to start the podcast with such ferocity, but uh, it's Tuesday, and that's the day that somebody decides to use a leaf blower in downtown San Diego at 7 a.m. And one day, I'm going to wake up early enough on a Tuesday, and walk down there in my house slippers, sweatpants, with eye boogers in my eye, and I'm going to yell at this man. And mostly what I'm going to yell is why. I think that's what I'm going to, I just repeatedly, why? 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 Why are you doing this? We live in the city. There shouldn't be a leaf blower for 10 square miles around an inner city area. There's, 
eight leaves on the ground. What are you? What are you? What are you? Blo- are you blowing syringes off the sidewalks into the gutters? What are you leaf blowing? What are these leaves doing in the city that need you to blow them at seven a.m.? Are those leaves not going to be there at nine a.m. or ten a.m. or eleven a.m. or noon? How about you do this at a respectable hour? And I know this is coming from a guy who hasn't worked in nine months. What are you sleeping in for? Because I can. And because doing anything loud at 7 a.m. is as obnoxious as being on a Harley and blowing past someone on the freeway. Going, oh, it's for my safety. No, it's for my annoyance. I haven't been sleeping well. I don't know what to tell you. I'm over the pandemic. I want to do comedy again. And last week I had to do three, counting three, uh, Christmas parties via Zoom. And they went as poorly as you would imagine a Christmas party via Zoom going. It was disheartening. (laughs) And uh, actually one of them went okay. The other two were a swift kick in the nuts. The first one went well. Even though I heard a lady go, I can't take any more of this. Uh, Or no, she said, I can't take much more of this. No, what was the exact quote? I don't know how much more of this I can take. That actually happened. The first uh, Christmas party that I did last Friday at 1.45 in the afternoon. Sun was out. God was watching. I was in my living room talking into my laptop, trying to entertain other people staring into their laptops for a mandatory Christmas party. And it was going pretty well. There's one lady named Nancy, and I know her name was Nancy because she had her video off, and it was just a black screen, and all it said was Nancy. And I don't think she knew she had her mic on. Nancy sounded like a sweet old lady that still worked for this company, didn't know how to work Zoom, apparently. And right after I hit a punchline, I got a couple chuckles. And then as soon as the chuckles died down, I just hear an old lady's voice go, I don't know how much more of this I can take. I think I'm going to go to the mall. And everyone heard it, and we all busted up laughing. I laughed, too. But I laughed in the way of, you ever fall in public and a bunch of people see it and they're dying laughing and even though you're painfully embarrassed, all you can do is laugh along? But even though people can tell, they're like, mm, he's more embarrassed than finding this funny. That's, that, and that was the first of three Christmas parties. The second one was a roast where I had to roast a bunch of people that are in liquor sales. What a kick in the nuts that was. How do you think that went? It went worse than what you're thinking. Whatever your thought process is right now on how bad it must be to roast people you've never met and they all work in the liquor industry, it was worse than that, I guarantee you. And then the third party, uh, I only had to do 15 or 12 minutes. Thank God. Thank God. I don't even know what this company was. I just got on a Zoom and it looked like everyone's grandparents. And one of them had kids. I just remember getting on the Zoom, and it was a bunch of old people that it looked like they set it up on their TV because they were on a couch six miles away sipping wine. There was a family eating spaghetti. And then there was one guy who was a little older than me with, like, two kids that looked about the ages of five and six. And the first thing I remember is him going, this is family-friendly, right? And I'm like, that's exactly what I need. That's what I need in a winless situation. I need to be doing family comedy. I was already going to bomb. 
But at least if I was bombing, I could pull out some dirty jokes or talk about me being stoned, eating a biscuit out of the tray. I don't know, something. Saw anything. But now you're taking that away from me because there's innocent ears and eyes watching me bomb in a studio apartment in San Diego. I think there was one part in that set where I stared into the camera and I said, are the kids watching? And they said, yes. And I said, stay in school. I hope that sticks with them. It's like the ghost of Christmas future. <laughs> Going to keep your little candy asses in school, fella. Because this could be you one day. I would have never started stand-up comedy had I known this was going to happen. Um, I don't think it's going to be for much longer. Even though they said there was like a new strain of the virus. Which who knows what that means. Um, I don't know. Merry Christmas, everybody. That was the gist of all of that. The opening 10-minute rant of motorcycles, loudness, airplanes, leaf blowers. Merry Christmas. It's the time to, to give. Is it? I don't know. It's the time to receive, I think. Uh, what did I write down here? Oh, are you guys getting a, you guys getting a check from the government for 600 bucks? Yeah. I'm not getting one, but... Get it. I can't believe they think that helps. 600 bucks. I don't... What do... What do these politicians think our rent is? What do they think stuff... Co- this is what happens when the only people that can afford to run f- for political office in this country have to be rich. And then we elect them. And then they're rich. They've been rich. They've always been rich. Or if they used to be poor, it was many decades ago. And they forgot what that cost then. And apparently they don't know about inflation. So a bunch of rich guys and gals sat in a room, argued with each other for months while Americans starved and got kicked out of their houses. And then right before Christmas, they came up with $600. And some people are bummed out about it. And I'm trying to keep it positive, so I actually made a list of things you can do with $600. Because I know that sounds like a little, and it is. I actually looked back in my record books, and I found, not that I keep actual record books, but I tried to remember when my rent was $600. And you have to go back to the year I graduated high school, 2005. My half of the rent was $550. So if they could somehow send my stimulus check back 15 years... That would be ideal. But since they can't, I made a list of things you can do with $600. Number one, I think this is the most effective one. Uh, wait till they restock the PS5. I think that's about 575 or something. Buy that, start a Twitch channel, and then maybe you can pay your rent uh, through earnings from Twitch. Bless you. Uh, buy some Bitcoin. I, you can buy... I think Bitcoin's up to $22,000, so I think you can buy one one one-hundredth of a Bitcoin, and then uh, you can watch that crash, so that'll be fun. You can get 33 months of Netflix Premium. That's pretty good. That's pretty good, especially since the other day I walked by a homeless man who who had an iPhone, and he was watching Family Guy uh, while sleeping on the streets, and I was like, oh... If I got 600 bucks, I could, you know, I'll be homeless, but at least I can stream Netflix for, uh, for over two years, two and a half years, essentially, of streaming Netflix with this one $600 check from the United States government. What else did I write down? You can get 150 Big Macs. I didn't know what a Big Mac cost, 
but I found out, and then I divided by 600, you can get 150 Big Mac sandwiches. That sounds like a lot. Thank you, U.S. government. Uh, you go to OnlyFans and spend all of it and die happy or have the biggest arms on the planet. Either way. Uh, you could buy a gun and then go to the bank and get the amount of money you actually need. That's a pretty solid one. Um, I think that's it. It's not a comprehensive list. Why? Because $600 is $600 in 2020. In 1975, I think we'd be able to purchase a small town with air conditioning. But it's 2020, so we have to wait for them to restock a PS5 before we can start our Twitch channel. Wake up, America. Has that ever worked? I, uh, last week, or what was that, over the weekend, Saturday, Emma and I went to a coffee shop. We bought a sandwich, and we were going to go eat it at the park by the courthouse here in San Diego. And we went over there, and there was a Trump rally going on. So that was entertaining, because uh, we got to eat our sandwiches while watching, uh, an in-person play of Facebook. It was, that's essentially what the Trump rally was. It was like every Facebook comment under every news story come to life in an almost Broadway-esque play. All the roles were played exactly by who, who you would expect. Uh, yeah, it was... Uh, I remember when I... What was it? Three years ago, I did the Edinburgh Fringe Festival. And I listened to all these comics from around the world make fun of America and Americans. And I actually got offended. And I was like, that's not, Americans aren't just a bunch of that. We're not, ugh. We, we have, I know people that read in America. And then last Saturday, uh, we sat there eating sandwiches, looking at a Trump rally or protest or whatever. And I was like, damn it. They, 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 they weren't wrong in what they said. <laughs> Uh, it was very interesting. It was actually good lunch theater. They were out there. Um, I guess the only positive thing I can say is they were out there and they were uh, expressing their First Amendment rights and freedom of speech and then freedom of assembly. What is that, number six or something? Uh, so they were doing that. There was a guy yelling in a megaphone over and over again, wake up, America. And I actually saw it work. Because Wake Up America has been used for years now, and I, I always wondered, like, who has that ever caught? Who has ever heard Wake Up America and their ears perked up, and then they started going by your ideology? Like, has that ever worked? Or is that kind of offensive to people going, out? are you saying I'm not awake? I'm aware. I see what's going on. I'm just not on your side. Wake Up America? Well, I actually saw it work. Because we were at this park eating sandwiches, and there's a guy yelling into a megaphone, wake up America, and he actually woke up a homeless man who was asleep at the park. And I wonder if he got him. That's what I wonder. This homeless dude was passed out in a park in a sleeping bag, and like the fifth time this dude yelled, wake up America! And this guy was like, ah, he left. huh? And then I'm like, I wonder if that's how you get him. Next time there's another protest, he'll be in there. Going wake up America, and then he'll wake up another homeless guy, and before you know it, you got yourself a movement, buddy. Wake up America. I uh, actually wrote this down because I know America can be frustrating. It can be a frustrating place for Americans of all walks of life, no matter how you voted, or where you live, 
or your socioeconomic climate background, whatever all those words are or mean. I know America can be a very strange place. Um, so I actually wrote down a priority list. And if you're ever confused about why certain things aren't getting done or seem important or we don't go behind them, I think you can refer to this list. This is called America's Priority List, and it's in order. And as long as you understand where your concerns are on the priority list, I think it will be less frustrating when you realize why they aren't working out the way you would like to see, if that makes sense. Number one on America's Priority List, the economy. That is number one. If your struggle or your cause or the thing you're fighting for at all negatively affects the economy, it's out. That's number one. That's what this thing was built on. We dumped tea in a lake or something when the Redcoats came over in the 1800s, 1700s, whenever that happened. Capitalism, the economy, number one. Number two, uh, God. If whatever your belief is is going against whoever's God that they believe in, then that's a fight. And that also goes for atheism. So if you don't believe in God and someone's trying to tell you God's stuff, you go, no, 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 no. Don't mess your cause because that's in interfering with my belief or non-belief in God. And never forget the economy is above that. Number three, political affiliation. So we got the economy, God or no God, and then whether or not you're a Republican or a Democrat. And if you're a libertarian, will you just get a girlfriend already? All right, no one's ready for you. And that's, uh, so that is that order. Under that, family. And that's true. If you have a family member, even if they're blood, but they get in the way of the economy or your belief or non-belief in God or your political affiliation, unfriend it on Facebook immediately. Under that, uh, friends. Friends, they're not related to you, but you'll gladly cut them out if they get in the way of your economy, your belief or non-belief in God, your political affiliation, or your family. Uh, number one, two, three, four, five, number six, nine, eleven. Never forget. Okay. Never forget. Unless of course it affects the economy or your belief in God or your political affiliation or your family or your friends. Uh, and then below nine, eleven, fellow Americans. It's time. It's time to love that neighbor. Now is your turn after, and, you know, unless of course you affect the economy or my belief or non-belief in God or my friends or my family or nine, eleven my fellow Americans. Under that, COVID. There's a virus going on, everybody. I don't know if you know it. There's a pandemic, and I think we should all band together and work together as Americans to overcome this pandemic. Unless, of course, it affects the economy, uh, my belief or non-belief in God, uh, my political affiliation in any way, my friends, my family. Uh, I don't know how it would affect 9-11, but if it does, get out of the way. And then once all those things are covered, we can attack COVID-19, and then under COVID-19, the rest of the world. That's when, that's America's priority list. Money, religion, political affiliation, family, friends, 9-11, fellow Americans, COVID, and then what are the rest of you kids doing? I know that might seem cold-hearted, and sometimes, and there might be some people going, you left some things out. What about guns and freedom of speech? That's into political affiliation. And I know that list might seem harsh, but it actually helps with my frustration when I'm like, hey, why aren't we worried about this thing more? Oh, because it falls here under all of these things in America's priority list. I hope this list has helped you because it, uh, it helps me go to sleep at night. Um, what else did I have to say? Go follow John Cena on Twitter. <laughs> I think that was the last thing I wanted to talk about. 
I think you should definitely go follow John Cena on Twitter. He tweets the nicest things. And there, I don't think he comes up with them. I think he just... Uh, I, I, I don't know if he has a book of quotes or he has like an inspirational calendar or one of those like calendars where every day there's like an inspirational quote. Like, oh, I guess I'll tweet that. But he tweeted one. And I like this one. Always remain open to the possibility that you may be wrong. Is there anything better than that? That's absolutely... I don't like to be open to that possibility. I'm right all the time. You, you're wrong. But me, I'm a genius. You have any idea how many books I read last year? None, actually. I haven't had time. It's hard to wipe my tears to read these words. <laughs> Buy some Bitcoin. Um, is that all I had? Oh, this is a note from last week. I was going to do a podcast last week, but then I said I don't want to, so I didn't. Uh, did you guys see Tom Cruise's rant? He got so mad because some people, he was on a movie set, and he was screaming like a coach that was about to be fired. In fact, maybe I can find it. Let me see if I can find it over here. I'm sure it's on YouTube. Tom Cruise. COVID rant. Oh, the fact that it's already there. We already know it's going to happen. Oh, this is on the set of Mission Impossible 11. Of course there's an ad. Does Joe Rogan need a podcast ad? I think he's doing great. You're back here in Hollywood making movies right now because of us! Because they believe in us and what we're doing! I'm on the phone with every studio at night! Insurance companies! Producers! They're looking at us and using us to make their movies. We are creating thousands of jobs. He goes on like that for like two minutes. I don't know if that audio came through, but he's essentially giving like a head football coach who's about to be fired halftime speech going. <laughs> I mean, if you just take out the words COVID and we're, we're creating jobs and just splice in, I'm going to have to move. <laughs> My, my kids just got comfortable in school, and we're about to be fired. I, 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 honestly, I think Tom Cruise was mad because all the COVID regulations have really prevented his Scientology colleagues from harassing Leah Ramini because they can't travel. And all the COVID, you know, people aren't leaving their house. How are you supposed to follow them around with a camera crew if they're just ordering Uber Eats and staying at home? They close their curtains, you're out. You're done. How are you supposed to harass someone that won't leave their house? How are you supposed to harass the wife from King of Queens if there's COVID restrictions? I honestly think that's his big beef. And I honestly can't believe there are seven Mission Impossibles. This was on the set of Mission Impossible 7? When were the other six? And who is this? who is the fan of this chain, this franchise of seven Mission Impossibles? I get it. There's like eight Rocky movies. Rocky is a national treasure. They deserve all eight. But, I mean, I, I even get uh, Fast and the Furious because it's cars and it's going fast. I like stuff. I like, I like things like that. I actually think that's the only time you should be using loud cars 
is in movies. There's Vin Diesel driving him, making out with some uh, some chickadee in the uh, passenger seat. But other than that, please stop. Mission Impossible 7. He went on forever. Anyway, that was supposed to be in last week's episode. It's already old news. But I just love the fact that he was so upset, and I really just think it's a uh, Scientology thing. He's like, dude, how are we supposed to get back to harassing people if we can't travel? If these people aren't leaving their homes to check the mail, how are we supposed to stick a camera in their face? Document everything that they do. Uh, I think that's it for this week. Merry Christmas. Uh, I'll catch you guys before the new year. And other than that, you know, be nice to each other. I guess I should have said that to myself before I just yelled into my iPhone for 30 minutes. (laughs) But things have already been said. I can't unsaid what has been said. And that is the episode this week. Uh, Subscribe to YouTube and join and yada yada. I hope this entertains you. And yes, I'm losing my mind. Oh, also, another thing. This rod right here got so much attention in my videos that where I talked about people suck. This is an adjustable rod, and I think the cleaning lady did some, Or maybe I moved the curtain and then the rod came out. But I put it right back in. That was most of the comments <laughs> about last week's episode. And there it is. And to you guys listening on iTunes or SoundCloud or... Spotify. Thank you for listening, downloading, sharing, and all you do. Leave a five-star review and all that. But until next week, goodbye, everybody. Which computer am I on? Here we go. Hit the stop.